Is wasting time a sin? Doom scrolling on your phone. Is that actually a sin? Hmm. Or binging TV, video game addiction. Is wasting time a sin? Paul has something to say to us today in Colossians chapter 4. You're listening to Between the Lines, and I'm Scott. I'm Junior. And let's uh, get started in yeah, verse it's your turn, 1. I think. Yep, I'll, I'll start right away. So Colossians 4, beginning in verse 1. Masters, be just and fair to your slaves. We talked yesterday how uh, the word here is bondservants. Um, remember that you also have a master in heaven. And, and so, you know, as you're being a master, remember that you're going to be held accountable to the master you've got in heaven for the kind of employer or the kind of boss that you are, that God takes it very seriously how you're going to treat those that report to you. Devote yourselves, verse 2, to prayer and with an alert mind and a thankful heart. He's talking to everybody there. And uh, pray for us, too, that God will give us many opportunities to speak about his mysterious plan concerning Christ. That is why I am here in chains. Actually, just yesterday in our staff meeting, we talked about the one of our staff values, which is looking for opportunities. We have different headings for staff values, and this one's under evangelism. And the last one is look for opportunities for evangelism, look for opportunities to be able to share. That's what Paul's asking for here. He, yeah. He's saying that uh, we give a, pray that God would give us opportunities to be able to share more. And, and he doesn't ask people. to be released, which no. is if you knew the conditions he were in, it's incredibly horrible. Oh, and he had to want to get out of prison. <sighs> grouped up with a bunch of you know guys in underground, I believe, yeah. and it would have smelled horrible. But in Philippians, you know, in the book of Philippians, he talked about how it was a good thing that he was there because so many people were introduced to the faith because of it. So verse 4, pray that I will proclaim this message as clearly as I should. Do you pray that way? Man, we should be praying for each other that way. We should be praying for ourselves that way, that we would see the opportunities and be open about our relationship with God. It should be a daily God. prayer. God, yep. give me an opportunity today. Let mm -hmm. me see it. I know you'll bring the opportunity. May I see it? Yeah. Live wisely among those who are not believers. Live wisely. I, actually, the word there that's used is walk carefully, walk circumspectly. If you remember, the, uh, if you used one of the older versions, circumspectly means looking around. That as you're walking, you're being very careful about every step that you take, and it, it fits so perfectly here. It, you know, in the in the NLT, it says live wisely. That is, pay attention to the fact that people are watching you, and you are reflecting the God that you serve. You're reflecting him by the decisions that you're making and how you're living, how you yeah. talk to people and conduct yourselves. It's an old saying of you might be the only Bible that some people actually read. Mm -hmm. So live wisely among those who are not believers and make the most of every opportunity. Now, Junior, I think this is what say, you're talking about, yeah, wasn't some it? Some translations say make the best use of time. Yeah. And literally it is, again, this is where some of the tighter translations uh, have more insight. And it literally says redeeming the time. Buyback. Yeah. Redeem means to buy back, yeah. which the only way that you can redeem time, buy back time, yeah. is you have to sell what's using your time. Get right. rid of how you're wasting your time in order to get that time to do what is necessary. And that's what's needed for change. Anytime you want to change something in your life, it's mm -hmm. going to require some sort of purchase yeah. of time. It's like, yeah. okay, I got to watch less TV or I've got to eat different food or you know, it's it's all about time. Change is all about a trade. Yeah. It's that why he says, take the old clothes off, put the new clothes, clothes on. You don't just put the new behaviors and habits on over the top of the old ones. You get rid of the old ones and put the new ones on. You also yeah. don't just get rid of the old bad habits. You have to put the new habits. You have to replace it. And that's what he's talking about here. Use your time wisely instead of using it. You can't just say, well, I'm not going to waste time on reels anymore. Instead, you got to say, okay, I'm going to start reading a book. Yeah. Or, 
All right. Uh, let your conversation be gracious and attractive so that you will have the right responses for everyone. I love it. He's basically saying, don't be so abrasive. Yeah, right. Tikikis uh, will give you a full report. Didn't you like how I pronounced that? Tikikis. Yeah. I believe uh, is a Greek Greek name. Uh, it I looks believe. like it to me. Yeah. yeah. We'll give you a full report about how I'm getting along. He's a beloved brother and faithful helper who serves with me in the Lord's work. I have sent him to you to, for this very purpose, to let you know how we are doing and to encourage you. I'm also sending Onesimus. Now, Onesimus, the book of Philemon, well, we'll get to the book of Philemon, but Philemon is all about this guy right here, Onesimus, a faithful and beloved brother. Who was kind of a convict at one point. Yeah, he was a convict. It was an escaped slave who was put in prison. He and Tychicus will tell you everything that's happening here. Man, some great personal stuff in there. You know, just think these guys made it in the Bible. That's pretty cool. That's right. Why don't you pick it up in verse 10? Aristarchus, who is in prison with me, sends you his greetings, and so does Mark, Barnabas's cousin. That's the same Barnabas in Acts that we've been reading about. Yeah, I believe so. As you were, yeah, because that was a nickname. Mm-hmm. Barnabas wasn't actually a name, right? Yeah, because Mark and Barnabas would have been associated together. Yeah. Mark, remember yep. John Mark? That's right. the same Mark. Yep. As you were instructed before, make Mark welcome if he comes your way. Jesus, the one we call Justice, also sends his greetings. That's a different Jesus mm-hmm. than who was crucified. These are the only Jewish believers among my coworkers. They are working with me here for the kingdom of God and what a comfort they have been. Epaphras, a member of your own fellowship and a servant of Christ Jesus, sends you his greetings. He's always prays earnestly for you, asking God to make you strong and perfect, fully confident that you are following the whole will of God. I can assure you that he prays hard for you and also for the believers in Laodicea and Heropolis. Luke, the beloved doctor, sends his greetings, and so does Demas. Luke, which would be the, the, author, yeah, the uh, author of Acts and the book of yeah. Luke. Yeah. Please give my greetings to our brothers and sisters at Laodicea and to Nympha and the church that meets in her house. After you have read this letter, pass it on to the church at Laodicea so they can read it too. And you should read the letter I wrote to them. And say to Archippus, be sure to carry out the ministry of the Lord gave you. And in all caps, verse 18, here is my greeting in my own handwriting, Paul. <laughs> yeah, he does that in a couple of places yes, in the New does. Testament. Uh, you can eyesight. see how, how big I'm writing. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, which, because we believe he had some poor eyesight. And yeah. so they could tell his handwriting was different. It is, uh, it's, it's kind of cool here. It says, uh, you have read this letter, pass it on to the church of Laodicea. So let them also read it. And they can uh, read it too. And you should read the letter I wrote to them. Yeah. So there was a letter that, for whatever reason, was not inspired, wasn't understood to be inspired, yeah. that the Laodiceans received that uh, may have made it to the Colossians. We don't, we're not sure if they sure. ever made it to them or not. But, but they were trading letters from Paul. Yeah. In fact, there were four. We know there were four letters written to the Corinthians, yeah. a total of four. Yeah. Uh, but two Only of them two were canonized. inspired by the Holy Spirit right. and were recognized by the early church as being scripture. scripture. He finishes with, remember my chains and may God's grace be with you. Yeah, cool. All right, so be Psalm 106 today. Yeah, and uh, Psalm 106, we have something uh, similar to to last yesterday's when we talked about how he went through all the wonderful works of God and and says God did all of this so that you would worship Him with your lives, praise Him with your lives. And then in Psalm 106, he does the same thing, but he does it from a negative viewpoint. And then this is how God's people rebelled. This is how you, how 
how as a nation we fell into idolatry and did not obey your law and did not keep your commandments and your festivals and and we didn't take our worship to you seriously. And, and it says they defiled them in verse 39. They defiled them by their evil deeds and their love of idols was adultery in the Lord's sight. That is why the Lord's anger burned against his people. Verse 41, he handed them over to pagan nations and those who hated them ruled over them. So then toward to the end of that Psalm, he says, oh Lord, our God, save us. Gather us back from the nations because they'd been scattered so we can thank your holy name and rejoice and praise you. And again, you see this, bring us back. We've been scattered, bring us back. Why? So that we can thank your holy name and rejoice and praise you. Yeah. In fact, that goes all the way back to Egypt, that God told Pharaoh, let my people go that, that they, they may worship, may worship me. Yeah. That's why you were created to worship God. That's your, that's your purpose in life, to bring pleasure to God, to bring enjoyment to him, to honor him and worship him. Are you fulfilling your purpose? Yeah, fulfill it today. All right, well, today is National Pancake Day, which is gross because mm. I don't like pancakes. I love them, but I love them too much. Do. Man, they yeah. fill you up pretty quick and a lot of carbs. Yeah. Then, of course, you got to put butter on it, yeah. and then you got to put syrup uh, on yeah, it. You feel so gross after eating them, <laughs> you know? Don't you? Well, you know, the one benefit is it fills me up for the rest of the day, so oh, okay. I don't need to eat the rest of the day. But, well, um, yeah, I, you, I, you don't like pancakes. I'm not a pancake fan. Yeah, I love we em. just went from protein day to pancake day. Yeah, so I but I mean, I love them, out. but I don't eat them just because they're, they're not good for me. Yeah, okay. Well, you should see my girls put stuff on their pancakes. It's like whipped cream, sprinkles, syrup. Oh, man. It's, you know, it, it looks like Buddy the Elf. And one of them doesn't like syrup, right? She eats pancakes dry. Is it Maddie? Uh, no, that used to be Nora, but she found out she likes maple syrup. Oh. She doesn't <laughs> like pure, regular syrup. Pure maple so syrup, she's, yeah. She's a weirdo, though. She likes feta. I mean, what? She yeah. liked feta ever since she was two. Like, oh, yeah. Girl likes feta? Well, I fed her lunch yesterday, yeah. and it was noodles, n- just noodles with feta on it. Oh, that's she her ate more than all of her sisters. Yeah, that's her go-to. So she's got a very <laughs> bougie palate, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, National Pancake Day. Go enjoy it, and we'll see you tomorrow. God bless.